Welcome back to another episode of the Dive Into Podcast. As always, it's Juan. I'm Al. And uh, first and foremost, thank you everybody um, for tuning in uh, the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've seen, you know, the spike in the amount of people that are listening. I've seen, you know, you guys reaching out and, and commending us and saying good things overall. And you guys oh, have yeah. no idea. That's true. Shout out to a couple of my friends. I've uh, I've never had that before. Somebody hit me up and be all like, hey, man, this thing you're doing. Cool. Yeah. Keep it up. Keep it up. Yeah. And, and you know, it's, it's one of those things where I. It, Danny, I it, if it, you're listening. <laughs> call him out. You fucking bum. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Um, yeah, it, it, it's, it's, I, I don't, I don't think shocking is the word. Um, but it is this weird feeling when like, I've seen these numbers steadily climb over time and I'm just like, oh man, like I never thought I would have one download, let alone, you know, now we're up to, mm-hmm. we already crossed the 500 line as of this afternoon. Oh shit. I don't even, um, just a week ago we were at three thirty, and cool. then Thank four, you guys. 420 something. And then for the ones that uh, yeah. are recurring listeners. Yeah. So, so 500 downloads might not seem like a big deal to other people, but to mm-hmm. me, I feel like it's just it's amazing. It's, it's a bit of a, yeah, for me, it's a milestone. I don't, yeah. I don't have 500, nothing, not in it, not in <laughs> Instagram, Facebook, nothing. I don't got shit. Not even dollars, bro. Yeah, dude, for real. I'm broke as fuck. <laughs> so that 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 to me, I just wanted to take time to say thank you before we got into today's story, which I know you have something planned for us today. Mm-hmm. So um, why don't you roll? Oh, yeah, wait, before that too, yeah. I don't want to be like one of these whores that's like, oh, like and subscribe, but like, but you know, it does. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe, dude. It does help. <laughs> it helps us out, you know, and if you want to help us out, like that's the that's the biggest way to, to basically do it. Yeah. You know? You know, another thing that's pretty dope is when you mm. go on to, like, um, like Apple. Because I'm, I'm, like, a freak like that. I'll go to the podcast page and just search us mm-hmm. just to see. Cause, and before, I'd have to scroll through, like, four or five different podcasts like or pages to find us. Mm-hmm. And now I type the dive, and then the first thing that comes up is into podcast, and it's us. And yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, I, so, is that how the, the algorithm works? I don't know. Maybe I just search it enough, and that's why it does it. But I'm yeah, going to roll with that, it. That's, <laughs> what I'm gonna, that's what I was, like, assuming. Cause Google, I'm going to choose Google to believe it's way. the other way. Okay? Yeah, right. <laughs> it seems we're climbing up popularity. <laughs> and i'm rolling with it Let so it be fucking it'll be magic which yeah. i know is uh or illusion 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 of your mind son <laughs> which is what these stories are about all right let's go what is these it that we're talking about today story. blow my mind named Ilium ellsworth robinson who was born in winchester new york he was the first of three children and born to father james campbell robinson and his wife sarah robinson okay. both parents were scottish descent the family settled in Manhattan while Robinson toured in Charles Charlie White's minstrel shows. So he just traveled around, did a bunch of shows, right? And uh, basically he would uh, perform impersonations, dialect singing, which I don't know. like Kind of like folklore, I think. Not folklore, but like dialect, like... like um, what, what the, There's that one thing. Oh, like minstrels? Cola, like that. What's those? No, that's a commercial. What are you no, talking about? No, it's about? a commercial. Scores? Like, no, that's that Jingles? kind of thing. No, like performing songs and singing from other cultures. But what's yodeling? Oh, like, yodeling. isn't yodeling a form of dialect singing? I, I, I thought that. Or is, or is scatting yodeling too, yodeling? though? No, scatting is like. Yeah, well, that's di- well, there's no dialect in it. No, because it doesn't mean well, shit. It's not like the yodelers are like, <laughs> you know, how are I, you doing? I don't know. I wouldn't fuck. I don't know how to yodel, but. I don't know what the fuck was, that is. Anyways, <laughs> that was not yodeling. But oh my okay, God. 
He was doing dialect singing. Yeah. So it was uh, hypnotism, ventriloquism, and magic tricks, who he later taught to his son to perform. Okay. Growing up in New York, the young William Ellsworth Robinson was able to watch the great magicians who performed at Barnum's or the New York, New York Coliseum. He witnessed Robert Heller on Broadway as well as Signor Blitz when they brought their world-class shows to town. Robinson's passion for studying secrets began when he first read a book called Modern Magic by Professor Hoffman. This was one of the most important books ever published in magic since it was published since they published the secrets of professional magicians. So it basically just revealed the curtains on, on you know, actually the actual tricks, right. how they did, how they were performed. How long ago was this? Did you say that? What? Did I miss it? Dang, son. I didn't. Ah, who cares? I we'll thought I had later. a fucking. Because I was thinking like, I mean, obviously this is pre-internet because you would have no, just no, no, no. This is fucking old as fuck. This okay, is okay, like okay, in okay. the 1990s or before that. I would say 1980s. Something. All right. What's his name? Willie what? William Ellsworth Robinson. Gotcha. All right. Right. He's going to be known as a different name. <laughs> Ooh, suspense. Yeah. All right. So you were saying were he, we? he taught he taught his son and he would. Um... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it gave uh, the book also gave out like uh, complicated and detailed designs for uh, conjuring apparatuses and uh, basically assuming that every reader was skilled enough to, you know, be able to make these things or afford them because they were freaking expensive, right? So, unable to afford them, right? He's 14 at this age, 13, 12, okay. right? Um, so, unable to afford them, he uh, starts... Uh, he took a job at a brass foundry and learned the art of shaping and crafting metal, right? As he got mm -hmm. better, Robinson started to make his own props using the schematics on the book and eventually showed his handiwork to Francis and Anthony Martinka, which basically owned a uh, huge um, manufacturing company called okay. the Palace of Magic. They were so impressed with his work that they give the young teen a job. From the ages of 14 to 16, in his, um, from the ages of 14 to his mid-20s, it was in Martinique, Martinica's workshop that William Robinson continued his education and developed his skills as he performed, built props, apparatuses, and illusions for local and traveling professional magicians. By his early 20s, Robinson was an expert in his magic, and as, he, and as he progressed in his art, he began spending more and more time away from the shop and performing in America, and more time on stage in Europe. Seeing increasing success with his Ahmed Ben Ali act, which used very novel principles in deception that he had honed to a fine art after seeing it in use by another magician, Al Zinger in Germany. So it's Copycat. A... Yeah. <laughs> It'd be... This guy's just jacking people's joke. I mean, people's set. Hey, damn, you already picked it up, too. Oh, he, man. He does this a couple times. <laughs> okay, go. That act attracted the attention of some of the biggest names in magic, including Alexander Herman and Harry Keller, who saw Robinson's devices and expertise as the future of magic. Over dinner, Keller offered Robinson a part in a show. Herman was planning a tour featuring his two new illusions, Black Art and Le Cocon. Le Cocon? Cocoon? I don't know. These two illusions... Sounds sexual. Yeah, it sounds kind of pervy, honestly, but... Yeah. These two illusions were one of the, the ones that Robinson had stolen from Alzinger and that both Herman and Keller wanted so badly. 
After delaying Robinson final Ro, after delaying, Robinson finally accepted Keller's offer to come perform in the show and work backstage for the sum of sixty dollars a week. Damn. Robinson worked with Keller for some time, learning as much as he could, before departing from his show and joining his rival, Herman. As this ran its course, Keller realized how much he needed Robinson to succeed and lured him back to the Keller show. So there was a lot of this. He just kept fucking jumping back and forth. Yeah, just like back and forth. Yeah. Well, it's because he was... Right. He knew what he was doing, man. Yeah. He was all this shit, right? And also, um, at this time, too, he's also going around debunking... Um, Other... Fake... Uh, what do you call these people that um, do... God damn it, man. The... Uh... I'm not picking up what you're saying. Like, you know when they try to conjure ghosts and shit, but it's oh, bullshit? Oh, gotcha. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I forgot what you call these freaking con artists, but, you know... Right. Yeah. So, at this time, he's also doing a lot of this. He's going around busting people's shit and taking on challenges of, like, oh, man, guessing what, you know, or not yeah. guessing, but, like, figuring out how they're doing magic, right? Um, In the year 1996, Herman dies, and Robinson decides to go off on his own. Robinson would go on to work on many projects, always with an eye searching for pieces of magic, which he could eventually use in his own show. Now, this is just uh, one of his exploits, which I thought was hilarious. One day, Robinson agreed to work with a man named Zanzik on tricking the public with fake seances. That's what it was. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Using state-of-the-art magic methods. One of their clients was a wealthy German businessman who wanted to spend an hour with the materialization of his wife's spirit alone for one hour. Yuck. Zen, I don't know, yeah. The yeah thought of we like, all know what he was about to yeah. do for that hour. He wants, to, he wants to ghost fuck, dude. What do you think? He's going to be like, ooh, just uh, float past my face. <laughs> I don't know how people do that shit, though. Like, yeah, right? The idea? Yeah. I would be like, yo, get out. Don't yeah. come visit me I like know, this. Dude. Not in this state. No, no. I don't know. Unless, the, unless a ghost blowjob is better than a real one. You can't feel it. I'm sure you could. Uh, I don't know. But there's nobody there. <laughs> That's yes. scarier. Dude, but it could happen anywhere. Uh, but anyways. Okay. So, uh, or where were we with this shit? So, yeah. So, he wanted to be reunited with his wife. After wait, um. Oh, yeah. So, anyways. Zanzik hired <laughs> a prostitute, right? And made the necessary arrangements to convince the client that he was being reunited with his dead wife. After waiting a few minutes, Zanzik and Robinson heard the prostitute screaming. They burst into the room into a panic to find out what has happened, only to find the businessman dead from a heart attack from having relations with his dead wife. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, run it back. Yeah, dude. But it wasn't even his wife. No, it was just some fucking prostitute that they hired. And he had a heart attack? Yeah, so they, they try to hurry uh, her and dress her up, right? right? Only to be caught by the Germans, uh, the German businessman's <laughs> assistant, right? So they call the cops and all that, and the magicians explain the situation, bribe the police, and leave town. Solid. Dude. These right? guys are my heroes right now. Okay. But I, I wish I could get the uh, police report or whatever the fuck they explained. Like, dude, imagine how awkward the fucking whole thing must have been to be like... Hey, listen, uh... <laughs> Like, yeah. I'm not going to sugarcoat shit. <laughs> this guy wanted to fuck his dead wife. He wanted a ghost fuck, and I got I, wa- I wanted to oblige him, and he died. 
Oh, he fuck. got what he wanted. He got exact, dude. Mm. Now he's gonna ghost fuck. No. How does he explain that to his actual wife in the afterlife? Like, hey, honey, and she's like, that wasn't me. I thought it was you. <laughs> That's how he really did, or maybe he didn't. And he was like, eh. Yeah, he didn't think it was her. Come on, you can't fool me there. I know, especially if he's a rich businessman. Yeah, how, how, he can't how be stupid. stupid. Yeah, he can't be that stupid. All right, it's fucking ignorant. Okay, I wonder so, what they did though. They probably painted her green. They probably whatever it was. They worked. Some Scooby Doo shit. So he, they skip town now. They so skip they town. skip town. And uh, so after around this time, right, uh, Robinson learned uh, about a challenge issued by a Chinese stage magician named Ching Ling Fu, and a gimmick that was a. So this was a gimmick that was standard for uh, you know magicians of that of this era. Um, Fu offered a prize of one thousand to any person who could successfully do. Successfully duplicate his illusions. The trick involved introducing a huge bowl full to the brim with water, without from out of an empty cloth. He would pull. He would then pull a small child from the bowl, from out Ooh. of an empty cloth. So like you'd put an empty cloth over it. You'd probably whatever water would be there, and then you oh, pull yeah. a kid out. And then you just pull a kid out somehow. Fuck that. Okay. Magic so, is scary, dude. Yeah, dude. I don't know if you've seen Netflix like Magic for nope. uh, humans. I think not. I yeah, it's pretty good, man. You should give it a go. I just like how the uh, African American uh, <laughs> folks freak the fuck out. It's hilarious. <laughs> like you're trying to be so politically correct right now. Or find the blacks, <laughs> whatever, man. No, yeah, they always uh, run. They run. They run and laugh. They oh! run and laugh, and then they they don't come back. That's one thing. They're just like, ah, I'm out of here. You're the devil. Yeah, that's hilarious. But yeah. Except for one time, because he did a magic trick where that shit pulled out, where this motherfucker pulled, turned ones to hundreds. Oh, I wouldn't have left there either. Yeah, I know. I know. One of them came back. He was like, how you did that? And then ever <laughs> since then, I've just been saying that shit. How you did that? How you did that. <laughs> People do that and I'm like, how you did that? <laughs> All right, anyways. So Robinson, who had watched Fu's act when he had toured the United States and figured out how his illusions worked, accepted the challenge. However, Fu refused to meet with him. Robinson oh, had scared. previously accepted and won a past challenge issued by Fu, so Fu knew he was going to get fucked. <laughs> Basically, dude. So pissed off by not being able to collect the money, he, he wrote a book called Spirit Slate Writing and Kindred Phenomena. The book exposed the tricks of slate writing and a number of devices that fraudulent mediums would use to pretend to contact the dead. Basically, the, the two fucking things that, uh, Chingling Fu. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like such a. It sounds I'm pretty false. sure it's right, but <laughs> it sounds like it's such like a, a stereotype. Like I'm, it sounds like I'm um, just being racist. No, it's yeah. Chingling Fu. Yeah. yeah. I'm not being racist. So basically, just straight up exposed. He was like, all right, dude, you want to pay me? Tricks. Here we yeah. go. Okay. So fucked him pretty good. In the year 1900, Robinson learns about an agent that was looking for a Chinese magician to perform at the Foliesburg Gregory in Paris. So Robinson, being a white man, accepts the job and quickly creates a new act based on Chingling Fu's act. In his act, Robinson dresses up in traditional Chinese attire, mm. shaves his facial hair, oh no, begins wearing his hair in a kui, 
which is uh, he's doing. You know what the he's queen like is essentially doing blackface, but with Asians. <laughs> you know what the queen is? No, I don't the know. Queen, the queen when they do. Oh just, yeah, yeah, yeah. When they I know do the patch and then yeah, they, they the have a really long yeah. braided yeah, ponytail yeah, yeah. down yeah, yeah. there. And then he would, to darken his complexion, he would paint his face with grease paint. And to complete his new act, Robinson chose the new stage name of Hop Sing Fu, which is. <laughs> Which is just like a joke. Okay. Yeah, dude. It's the same thing. Could you imagine this happens nowadays? Dude? Right. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. it wouldn't. Yeah. But you couldn't get away with some shit like that. No, no, no. Look what she, they did to Rachel no, no. Dolezal. <laughs> <laughs> Crucify her. All right. So Robinson's new act was a hit. At the time, there was a travel ban, right? Not allowing Chinese in the states. So it was basically a uh, a glimpse, although not accurate glimpse. Of what a Chinese person was like. Right. <laughs> so he was just touring here in the Americas. Okay. All right. So but so people just ate this shit up. By the time he began performing in London, he had perfected his act and changed his name to Chung Ling Su, which is basically a variation of Ching Ling Fu's name. Yeah. And so this guy just straight up stole his whole fucking identity. Yeah, well, there was no culture appropriation back then. Yeah. He was just like, Hero! <laughs> <laughs> I'm Chingring Shu! <laughs> God damn it, man. Oh, that shit is shit. great. That's why when I fucking was reading this, I was just like, no There's no fucking, fucking way. way. The balls. That is hilarious. Okay, so, so now he's, so now anyways, he's Chungling Su. So now at this time, you know, uh, yeah, he's Chungling Su. <laughs> Robinson claimed he was an American-born son of a Scottish missionary. Oh, so wait. Oh, sorry. I was I was I skipped a little bit, but oh, no. Okay. So basically, this is his backstory. Like this is where he takes it to a level where like he really wants to be Chingling Su. All right. Okay. His backstory. Robinson claimed he was the American-born son of a Scottish missionary who married a Cantonese woman. He claimed his father was a Descendant of the Campbell and Robinson clans, and both his parents died before he was 13 years old. As an orphan, Sue said he was taken in by a ma- Chinese magician named Ar He, who trained him to perform ancient Chinese magic tricks mixed with more modern European magic. When he died, Sue began performing the magic his mentor had taught him. So that's his whole. That's 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 who Chung Ling Su is. That is who Chung Ling Su okay. is. That's his backstory. Yeah. So as pretty Chung... solid. It's airtight. I wouldn't question it. I mean, at the time, <laughs> and plus you don't got no Google to check it this yeah. time. Yeah. You know? It's fucking nineteen hundred. People used to just roll with it. They'd be like, "Yeah, checks out." Yeah. They probably didn't know any better. Probably didn't, or don't didn't give a fuck one or the other. I'm gonna assume, but so. uh Oh, no, we did. So as Chung Ling Su, Robinson carefully maintained his role as a Chinese man. He never spoke on stage, claiming that he spoke no English, though he did occasionally say phrases in broken English and oh, always fuck. used an interpreter when he spoke to journalists. That so, is fucking... So I don't dude, know. This guy I, uh, went for it. Okay. He went, yeah, he went balls to the wall. I mean, who knows what he said, but he'd just be like, Tara! <laughs> or who the fuck? <laughs> but like, holy fuck, dude. So Su's... Chinese wife Su San acted as his assistant. Su San was always Robinson's invention because her 
was also Robinson's invention because her real name was Olive Path, also known as Dot, an American woman who Robinson mm. claimed was his wife, who in fact never married because he n never divorced his real wife. Wow. Which was a bit of a messy thing. And then I don't want to really put it in a story because I was like, eh, this goes nowhere. He's just a cheating whore, basically. Right. Has kids there, fucks that one, gets a new assistant because the other one's pregnant. And then he's just like, ooh, look at my new assistant. That's nice. And he just fucking, instead right. of, he does and real. And she's not really Chinese, but they make her Chinese. Same thing they did with yeah. him. Yeah. And yeah. So. I'm telling you, checks out. So Chung Ling Su does real fucking, no ghost fucking. <laughs> so Su's Chinese wife. Anyway. So as Chung Ling Su. Robinson quickly became a popular stage magician in Europe and eventually became one of the highest paid performers on the Vaudeville circuit. This pissed Ching Ling Fu off. As yeah. you would imagine, because I Robinson... Didn't even, I forgot all about him. Yeah, he's still he's doing... He's the imposter. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So Ching Ling Fu is the real Chinese man. Okay. So he's pissed. So he's fucking pissed. Solid. So, because, um, you know... Robinson's not fucking Chinese, so... Right. Basically, all that money, all that fame should be up to him, right? Yeah. It should be his. Oh. And, um, you know, he's been fucked over because of the challenges, right, that had tarnished his name and the books that had fucked over his yeah. uh, secrets. In January 1905, Sue was in London for an, engage for an engagement at the Hippodrome. His rival magician, Ching Ling Fu, was performing at the nearby Empire Theater. By this time, Fu was completely aware that Ching Ling Su was actually William Robinson and that he had copied virtually Fu's entire act. <coughs> Fu publicly called Ching Ling Su Chung Ling Su an imposter and became intent on publicly exposing him as such. In order to garner publicity, Fu's for what? Fu's promoter pub publicly announced that he would duplicate at least half of Chung Ling Su's illusions to prove that he was the real, original Chinese conjurer, which he fucking is. Right. So could you imagine, dude, this guy has to battle out? Yeah, to be like, dude, this was me. Like, I'm the real, you know? And it's just funny, dude, because you think that you would just go up to him and talk to both of them and be like, well, no, this guy clearly is. Oh, but he doesn't no, speak. No, but the other one doesn't speak at all. So He's more he lit. did it right. Yeah, you know? he should have done that. <laughs> that, must, that must be hard, though, never speaking. Yeah, that, that the takes whole commitment. act, the whole thing, dude. He locked himself into that one. That's probably why he does the broken English thing, just to get that, like, <sighs> like that chance to, like, breathe when he does yeah, that shit. Just... <laughs> but, so, um, Ching Ling Su, a.k.a. William Robinson. Oh, shit. Did I skip it? Oh, yeah, no. So, Sue accepted the challenge and agreed to meet Fu at the offices of the Weekly Dispatch for a press conference. Ching Ling Fu realized that the press was not interested in Chung Ling Su's real identity. So, he... And then, also, he couldn't perform uh, half his acts. Apparently, they were pretty difficult. So Okay. So, he failed. Fake or not, dude, uh, Chung Ling Su knows what the fuck how, yeah, he's doing yeah, yeah, with yeah. magic. He was good at magic. He knows how to magic. So uh, he backs out, right? And um, he's publicly embarrassed. So he only remains at the Empire, Empire Theater for only four weeks. After that, he really just, he just tapers like, yeah. off. I don't know if he dies or whatever, but he, he probably just, just goes back to off. he probably goes back to real China and is all like, well, I guess 
I guess this is my crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Ching uh, Ling Su, a.k.a. William Robinson, would go on to performing his old and new illusions for a few more years. One of the most popular of his illusions was called Condemned to Death by Boxers. And this trick, Su's assistants, sometimes dressed as boxers, don't know why, took two guns onto the stage. Several members of the audience were called up to the stage to mark a bullet that was loaded into one of the guns. Hmm. Attendants fired the gun at Sue. He would then catch the bullets from the air and drop them on a plate he held up in front of him. But in reality, Sue would palm the bullets, hiding them in his hand during their examination. And during the, exa- during the examination and marking, the muzzle-loaded guns were rigged so that the gunpowder charged fire in a chamber below the barrel so that the bullet never left the gun. So it would just... So he had the bullets all the time. Yeah, so he would cut the real bullets, right? And then the ones that were supposed to fire off in the gun, when they shot off, apparently they would go down into a barrel that was blocked off. Right. And they would just cap Stay, off yeah. there. So it, would never, it was never meant to fire off. Okay. I know where this is going. In reality... Do you? I don't know. In reality, Sue... Oh, I already said that. On March... Damn, I keep getting lost when we do... <laughs> There's no way I can uh, bookmark this fucking shit. On March 23rd, 1918, Chung Ling Su was performing at the Wood Green Empire in London and is performing all the other illusions perfectly. It's time for the main event and they call the audience members to check and sign the bullets. They load them up. His, his assistant takes aim and fires at Su. He then yells, Oh my God, something's happened. Lower the curtain. <laughs> This is the only time I knew I knew this is where it was going, but okay. This is the only time he's since being Ching Ling Su that he spoke it on stage. And he and he spoke perfect English, I'm assuming. Oh well, yeah. He, he had spoken of, yeah. English in public. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not laughing that he got shot. I'm just laughing that yeah, right, he broke character like at that moment. Which is like, oh shit. Cut the cut the clip, cut the clip. Like yeah, I like that too. That's one oh, of my fuck. favorite things ever. When afterwards, because I knew it was going there. Well, what else would you do though? Because you can't be chingling so you're going mm, mm, like, <laughs> dude, fuck that. Cut the shit. I'm dying. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh man, let me get it together. Uh, so they they lowered the curtain. Uh, yeah. Sue was taken to Passmore Edwards Cottage Hospital, but died the following morning. Oh fuck. He's buried in East Sheen Cemetery in East Sheen, a suburb of London. During the inquest, Dot explained the nature of the Chung Ling Su's trick. The musket Su used in his act were brazed with extra steel barrels after each performance to avoid what? expending. Oh, sorry. I should have separated these two things. So basically, braze is just damaged, right? So the yeah. barrel is damaged, and after each performance, um, in order to avoid expending powder and bullets, he never unloaded the guns or cleaned them properly. So rather than or firing, he could have fired them off as well, which would have done the trick. Um, so instead, he would just kind of like screw off the attachment where um, which was holding the gunpowder and then yeah. just take it off and be like, oh, it's safe now. Right. Right. So uh, apparently over time, there was a gunpowder residue that fell into the rod that wasn't supposed to fire, and... right? Which ended up firing a bullet and uh, into his lung. Oh, man.
Yeah, Jinping Su. Yeah. And he died. Yeah, after Chengling Su's death, the public was shocked to learn that he was not Chinese. <laughs> Dude, he fooled everybody. Yeah, for a really long time. I guess I guess my question right now is mm. Is how, that racist? No, I obviously <laughs> I that's so racist. You couldn't do that nowadays, but I I'm I think it's just funny to me that then they knew he wasn't Chinese. Like who spilled the beans at that point and said like, "Oh, no, he's not. He's actually this person." Mm-hmm. Like Well, what? it was known within the magician circle. Right. It was well known that he was oh, not Chinese. Oh, but just with the public. It was with the public. Oh, okay. The public was like, "What the fuck? I thought he was Chinese." Yeah. So, damn, dude. The story of the Asian magician who was not Asian. Yo, but that must be tough. Like, actually, like, kudos to him being able to live a life pretending to be someone he's not all the time. Mm-hmm. And then in the public eye, to say the least, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, can you imagine how tough that must be to just always be, like, I don't think I'd be able to. I'd break character at some point. You yeah. Know? But he had practice. He was a cheater, too, so. <laughs> yeah. I, I see all he'd go that. Home, he'd go home to his wife and be all like, hey, bro. Oh, wait. Sorry, honey. I'm. Sorry, I'm American. I don't know again. what the fuck to do now. I'm all turned up. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. Like, I didn't, I had no idea the man like that existed. I thought you were gonna tell me some David Blaine shit, but the fact that this guy just adopted a whole new identity and just ran with it, and then Hard. like carbon copied the other, like someone, like not even like he pretended to be just some sort of like, oh, I'm gonna be Asian and just mm-hmm. ran with that, but pretended to be a specific. Asian person and ran with that. Like, yeah. that's fucking No, and hilarious. I think all his acts are um, uh, basically copies. I think they were all from just other copies people? from other people. And uh, apparently there's only... Um, if you want to see what he looked like... Yeah, let's see what this man looks it's like. It's the only video of him that exists. So if you look up Chung Ling Su in um, YouTube, you can see him real fast. He's uh, the guy that's getting up right now? Yeah, I mean, he'll... You'll know who oh, Chung. Oh, You'll know Chung Ling Su. Oh, but he looks white, dude. Yeah. The well, public is stupid. This guy looks American to a T. Well, he's got a greased fucking Yeah, face but too. still. <laughs> Yo, you think this was an inside job? Yeah. Maybe. Like, maybe, maybe Betsy was tired of this shit or whatever. Dot was like, Dot. fuck this, dude. I don't want to do this anymore. No, uh, Dot really liked him, apparently. Might have been his other bitch, which is not his wife. Because him and Dot, for the remainder of till he died, were like, no, we're husband and wife. Even though they were never really husband and wife because... He had a husband. He had a wife. He had a wife. He was already husband and wife. Because because, um, religious reasons, he was like, we just don't divorce. Yeah. But we cheat. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This motherfucker. No, that sounds... Dude, that's... Yeah, this sounds... um, this sounds suspicious. I feel mm. like it had to have been someone, you know? I don't know. I just feel like you get so good at perfecting something, like, especially, like, that act. He had done it multiple times. I'm sure you're, like, you're no, comfortable. Well, the act was fine. It was his fucking laziness of not cleaning out his shit, which fucked him over. Yeah. Because either way, they w- the act is always to fucking point and shoot, regardless. And then um, everything went according to the way it was normally going, and then it was just... That one that. bullet. It was just the fact that it fired off a barrel that was never supposed to fire, because there was residue gunpowder at the bottom or something like that. Well, because I don't know my I don't know my guns really, so 
I couldn't really tell you like you know in this barrel is the fucking yeah I, but, like I mean, I'm I sure know. I'm sure if you looked at a diagram you'd be like oh fuck okay yeah okay yeah you're but, telling me a gun accidentally went off I'm like all right cool like that shit happens I guess <laughs> yeah I no dude oof, people That's shoot themselves fucking... in the fucking foot and penis all the time I'm sure. <laughs> I think so. I'm pretty sure it's common. It has to be. People carry that shit right there. I'm just like, you're an yeah, insane to, person. It has, to, it has to go off. Yeah. That person doesn't care about his dick if he fucking holds it there. Yeah. Yeah. I've never understood that. They hold it that. here. They hold it here. I've never understood why someone points it, like, puts it in their waistband facing downwards like that. This is supposed to be if you're sitting down, right? But, and then, like, you could just be like, I kill you. Yeah. So but still, that's the whole point. That, but, like, at, not... at the risk of shooting off your cock. Yeah. I would never. That to me seems like you're right. You obviously don't give a shit if this shit happens, yeah. or you, or you're either you're super ballsy, or you just don't give a. Or fuck. You don't care. He's like, well, this is tiny anyway. I might as well <laughs> clear it off. So when he died, I don't know if you know or if you looked it up, but when he died, was there, um, like, did his real wife come forward and shit like that, or is there of no like what like? Just, he's not Chinese, like that just anything, forward? you know, like. Just kind of like, oh, this whole thing was a sham, or like that was that, that was just it. He just died. People knew he was an Asian, and that went that went there. Yeah, I mean, no. At the end of the day, I mean, people, I think now or back then, were slowly realizing, like, oh yeah, maybe he actually no, because I mean, there was no information back then, dude. It was just, I dude, Chung Ling Fu must be, he must have been just over the moon when that happened. Yeah, when he took out Chinese men for real. Yeah, when when like Chung Ling Su. Died. Oh, you know, oh, yeah. Chung Ling Fu was Chung probably Fu. like, yeah, oh, ecstatic. Dude, thank God. <laughs> like, I've been unless, trying to get this. Well, I got to research when Chung Ling Fu died. Unless he died beforehand. No, there's no way he died beforehand. I, I feel think, it in my soul. I think Asian Chung Ling Fu live, live longer always. Yeah, but they were doing crazy tricks and shit. Chung Ling Fu. Ling Fu. Just the right magician for good measure. I'm sure it'll come, it came, it'll come up. Hmm. Let me see where I gotta look up on this. Now, hold on. I gotta bring up my notes. Cause he died in 1918. You said? I think so. I'm gonna look up right now. Hmm. I uh, man, I just wish he did an accent for his uh act. I can't find it. Or I just wish I heard the moments of broken English that he fucking would do. I'd be like, dude. Yeah, there, I wish there was a video so we could see this in action because I feel like it's a sight to see for sure, you know. But I just, I, I, I think I'm just, I think it's funny to me that this man made a whole he, career. His whole life was life. it was based off of, you know, just well, that's when being life, someone else. No, that's when his career took off. It was. As William Robinson, it was whatever. As Chung Ling Fu, that shit was the shit. Wait, yeah. Su? Fu? Fu. He died in 1922. Yeah, Fu. So obviously, Chung oh. Ching Ling Fu died a couple oh, yeah. four years after Su died. So he got so he to did, celebrate he did get to see him dead. Yeah. Good for him. He deserved it, I think, at this point. He's yeah. Been through okay, a lot. good. Yeah. And then His he... whole life had, you know. Well, yeah, those fucking... Being the first East Asian or the first Asian magician and then just having somebody come in and take that shit from under you. And a just... white man. And, yeah, nonetheless... Not to make that... I'm not trying says to... Says something about society. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm not trying to make this a white fucking... <laughs> no, no, I know, but I'm just saying, like, it's just funny to think that, like, 
it, that that happened then you know like it's yeah. just like little subtle things that you just kind of well, can't help it's but just think. in their blood they just take and they take and they take i'm just kidding. I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you this is just, just like you said it earlier when you're like yeah you know like this kind of shit you couldn't get get away with something like that anymore Mm-mm. and it's true like i mean look at like you know i said it earlier as a joke but rachel dolezal or whatever her name was she was like some big shot in the nc whatever double mm-hmm. pa or whatever um, the National Color Association for People. And look at, I mean, look what happened to her, you know? Like, people just fucking exiled her and ridiculed her because she's white and she said she was black this whole time. And, mm. you know, like, shit mm. like that would not fly now. No, you can't. And no. I just think it's hilarious that we've come a long way for sure, though. Because oh. <laughs> you imagine if just everyone would just walk around just pretending to be someone they're not. Well, if you feel like that no, inside. And there was no way to verify. Well, I mean, it's just if you feel like that inside, it's just like, it's just weird. There's a very, uh, you know, good uh, Dave Chappelle joke where yeah. his joke is like, could you imagine me being a tall uh, black man, right? But like inside, he's Chinese. <laughs> so he's just like, so he's just like, why are you laughing at me? It's how I feel. Like, he's just like, but he doesn't yeah, do it. And I'm just like, dude, that, how he's just saying how the construct of right. race is just funny, dude, right? Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, dude, that's where I'm at. Like, I'm not too busy with them. What's with, it called? What, I don't know. With what? Well, like, I don't know. I just feel like nowadays everyone's too sensitive over who's what and oh, what's yeah. what, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. That I just feel like sometimes it's just kind of like, bro, can we just laugh at the fact that this guy tried to be Asian? Yeah, I, I think I, I think it's just people people care too much. Like, people are so invested mm-hmm. in, like, someone else's life, and that's the fucking problem. Like, if so-and-so feels like they are this, then fucking let it, like, what? how does it affect you? Yeah, because that guy it made bother a, you I'm in sure, any way, shape, or form? Because it feels like it was money, and then it became, like, I think he liked it. Because he did the backstory and all that shit. He was just like, ooh, I'm this, I'm that. He's like a con artist, of course. Like, he has to have a a, a kind of, like, base to fall on, you know, so that yeah. when people throw questions at you, you have, like, you have to formulate a story. I get that part, but I just think it's like, I don't know. It's funny, though, that he wasn't able to be successful being who he was. Mm-hmm. So he had to turn into something else and a completely different person at that to worked. go, hey, look at me. I mean, it's crazy because had he been doing the same tricks and illusions, you know, as William Robinson, he might not have been well known like, you yeah. know, like yeah, it was then. True. But so, yeah. That's that's intriguing, so, man. But so they're not always looking for whites. Sometimes yeah. they're looking for Asians. <laughs> well, what's what's one takeaway from this? I mean, let's let's try to find the silver lining in this story. Silver lining. Yeah, I don't think I can't find it. Well, what do you mean? Yeah, I'm trying to find something like you know. That doesn't have it doesn't to be, exist. man. It's just hilarious. Yeah, yeah. It's it was... just a weird fucking white man that got away with being Chinese for so long. Yeah, for a good well, while. Well, here's here's the here's not the silver lining, but here's the bottom line. Eventually, it'll come back to fucking get you. That's what happened. Oh yeah, that's for everything. Yeah, oh, that's what you, I mean. You bet just your like, ass. Eventually, it's gonna come back to get you, dude. This yeah. guy got shot in the lung because of this shit. Yeah, no. But clean your shit. I bet you if he was William Robinson, it wouldn't happen. Well, maybe. 
You know? Mm, it's no. the butterfly effect, dude. Sometimes you never know. I don't think it was the being Chinese part that killed him. <laughs> it was the not cleaning his shit. He, so, was, he was fine being Chinese. It was just careless. So clean your shit is the moral of the story. I'm sure, a real chi- I'm, I'm sure a real China man would have cleaned his shit. Yeah. They're, yeah, meti- yeah. they're meticulous. Yeah, they're meticulous with that shit. It's, yeah, why would you even play with that? Like, why would you risk something going wrong like that? What do you mean? Yeah, like, if you know that you're, like, fooling this and you know that a certain amount of powder can't get into a certain chamber, like, why would you not be careful cleaning it and making sure that it's taken care of? Like, oh. why would you just be kind of like, eh. God, because people are dumb. Fuck it, let's just leave it for I tomorrow. Mean, think about it. You know how many people finally realized they could die after Kobe died? Well, what? Like, like it's just one of these things where, like, people sometimes don't realize death is so, th- like, there. Right. Yeah. So sometimes you can easily fuck around with stuff and you be careless as shit and yada yada. Right. So all I'm saying is like sometimes we're just so unaware of our own mortality. Sometimes it could be right there. Like when you're walking up a curb, you trip and hit your head on that curb. Yeah. Your head, just you're fucking dead. Instant, yeah. For no reason. This man at least was performing some fucking good old Chinese magic. He died doing what he loved. He and sure that's what matters. Did. Being Asian. <laughs> All right, on that note, I think we can wrap it up right there. Um, As always, guys, thank you for listening to another episode of The Dive Into Podcast. If you're interested in anything that we're doing, follow us on all social media, The Dive Into Podcast, Um, on Twitter, on Instagram, my personal handle, jmanny underscore ca, and Instagram, and then jmanuel underscore ca. I said that super Mexican Mm -hmm. on Twitter. Um, Uh, And then, Al, are you still still streaming or are you still uh, playing on on, uh, PlayStation? Yeah, sometimes I do. I got I bought me some uh, UFC a while ago. So a game? Be UFC? Yeah. What do you just like fight? Oh no, we fuck. No the game. <laughs> <laughs> we just fucking uh, press X. I press X to thrust it on in there. I think. Have you no, yeah, Have you ever yeah, watched bl- uh, Black Mirror? Huh? Have you watched Black Mirror? Why? There's an episode like that. Well, were you fucking it's, a game? It's it's like a Street Fighter, but like you put on this little chip and then you just like it's like immersive. And you oh. become the, the and they really whatever, are, and they really are whooping your ass. And the, yeah, and they really are. But like uh, in the game, and then you just like wake up and take it out, and you're fine, Ooh, right? Dope. But the thing is that this guy's favorite character is a woman, and mm. his best friend's favorite character is a guy. Oh my god! And they eventually start just hooking up in the fucking in the in the show. But doesn't that mean that the guy is like? Well, that's the premise of the episode. The guy's struggling with like, yo, gay? am I gay, or what? Like, what's going on here? Well, I mean, clearly he is. Because he likes a man, the virtual man, and then he also likes the best friend, clearly. So he's gay. Yeah. Well, spoiler alert. They meet up in real life, and they don't like each other. It's only in the game. Oh, <laughs> So they just go back to game? Yeah, so they just go back to playing games. And, and the fucking? wife catches them, and, you know, it's it's a, it's a whole thing. You need to watch Black Mirror. Hey, boys, these are men. Yeah. I didn't say they were boys, but I'm just saying that, oh. yeah, they're fucking... It's weird, dude, but that's Black Mirror for you. That's why I said, oh, like, no, yeah. no, we fucked. No, no, um, no, no. No, I guess what yeah, I meant by that is almost like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know you fight, but it, it's like the only fighting games that I know, like... Street Fighter. Right, like yeah. shit like that, you know? Oh, yeah, you like fight. UFC must be no, a little bit No, you fight, but it's real technique. Oh, that's pretty dope. It's actual fucking like this, and then like uh, the ground game being jujitsu and stuff like that. Yeah. It's actually pretty technical. It's pretty dope. Well, I'm actually go. enjoying it. Go on there so, and fight. Fight like out. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I fucking suck dick, dude. I get demolished every time. But yeah. Well, you'll get there. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll catch you guys next week. All right. Later. Deuces.